You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. Hey, this is Bonsai Retro Club. I am Dave. Online, I have got Suzanne. Hey there. Scott. Hey, everybody. It's the king of cod pieces. There we go. We had to kick that off right at the get-go. And then there's Rose. Hey, guys. So our topic today, uh, listener, is that we decided that we want to talk about our favorite Yacht Rock songs. Now, for those that are not familiar with the, the genre of Yacht Rock, uh, basically our good friend Google says that Yacht Rock is a broad music style and aesthetic com- commonly associated with soft rock, one of the most commercially successful genres from the mid-1970s to early 1980s. Um, I know that as we started prepping for this conversation, as we do through Messenger, we were trying to figure out kind of like the, the years that it falls into. But, you know, my thought process is I didn't even like look up the years of the songs that I'm picking just because for me, it's, it's a certain vibe. So, I mean, it could have happened, you know, deep into the 80s and not really be mm-hmm. early 80s and still have the same vibe and feeling that you would get. Um so uh, Scott and I are into boating, so we kind of get that kind of, you know, chill out vibe kind of, mm-hmm. you know, feeling when you're out on the boat. The best way I've ever had it put is my brother-in-law, when he's out on the boat with us, he adopted saying, I'm breezy, you know, and I'm breezy just being the, hey, I'm just out here enjoying it. Like, you know, we would have a discussion around what we're going to do for, you know, where we're going to go have dinner. He'd be like, hey, I'm breezy. So it'd be like, whatever, whatever the hell you want to do, I'm going. Mm. Um, so that's kind of the vibe of Yacht Rock. Um, but my wife did remind me of a, a, a quick story because there was a outdoor concert that we went to pre-COVID. Uh, and we saw Richard Marks. And he mm-hmm. actually, before he started performing, he actually said this to the crowd. And she, she reminded me of it. And it was just perfect for the conversation tonight. And he goes, we're here to soft rock the shit out of you people. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right. And I'm like, there's a dude that knows his genre. Yeah. Well, one point for Richard Marks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that's pretty awesome. I thought so. Yeah. I, I got to say, I, that's, you know, I've never really taken Richard Marks into consideration just Overall, in general, is musically. I I know he's been around for a long time, and he was, you know, he's huge in the '80s. But that that gives him a little bit of a a step up just in the in the attitude area. That yeah. that's that is yeah. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna stop for five <laughs> <laughs> It was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, everybody's sitting there waiting for right here waiting you know, to, for him to play that, of course. And, you know, cause I mean, that's, mm. you know, his major hit, you know, among others. Um, but yeah, it was like, of course 
that you know he knows his his station in uh, in the world, you know, and what he's known for, and uh, just owns the hell out of it. And I was like, good for you, man. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, all right. So, uh, listener, what we had decided to do is each one of us have uh, come to the table with five songs that we're picking as uh, our choice if we were to build our own playlist uh, on Spotify. In fact, I'm going to do that after uh, after we do this show, and I'll put that together, and it'll be available via the link of the uh, the episode. Um, but, you know, the, uh, the thought process there, you know, we're going to kind of build a playlist as we go, and we almost believe that we're going to have um, a bit more songs than just the five. So because of that, this might be a multi-part episode. But we're going to start with five, see where we go from there. Um, so rather than I'm, – I'm going to go ahead and be a little self-centered here and I'm going to pick the first song. Um and this song's kind of important to me because my wife, she had, before she was my wife, we had a long distance rela- relationship going when I was uh, trying to get out of the Navy. And there's at one time that she put together a mixtape. And she'd sent this mixtape to me um, on my ship, uh, you know, as I was waiting to get out. So one of the songs that really stuck with me was a little song by James Taylor called Fire and Rain. Oh, nice. So, to me, anytime I hear this song, I'm, you know, not only does it have that really smooth, easy listening sound, it's just also a very, I don't know, such a great memory for me because of the mixtape that I'd gotten from my now wife. Um, so this song is always going to be linked with that for me. Hmm. So, um, Fire and Rain, who's got something to say about that song? Well, James Taylor is a classic. Um, he's, you know, he's been doing this for a long time. And this, this, this pick is interesting because, um, it, it kind of, it says some of the, uh, when I looked up, Yacht Rock on Wikipedia. So let me back up a minute. So Yacht Rock, I hadn't heard about this until maybe three years ago. I always had considered it just a different type of a different genre of music. But when I looked this up to just I wanted to see what they're really defining it as. And they kinda they call it a smooth soul, smooth jazz, R and B, funk and disco. But I think folk music kinda plays a huge role in that too. And that's where you know, James Taylor is definitely a, a more of a folk artist, if, if from from what I understand. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I definitely feel that this fits into that whole genre of the yacht rock and soft rock melodies and 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 sound that that was coming out in the 70s, 70 late 70s, early 80s. Right. So when when was this one released? Did you look that one up by chance? I did not. Because this has got to be like 77, 78 maybe. Yeah. I'm just guessing. I think it might be earlier. Let's earlier, see. really? Hmm. That'd be yeah. interesting. Let me see. So anyway. No, 1970. James Taylor, 1970. Yeah. 70. Oh, wow. That was older than I thought it was. Um, Only two years shy of me. Wow. Hmm. 
<laughs> had no idea. Anyway, um, do you guys have anything else on that on that song, James Taylor, Fire and Rain? I mean, it's James Taylor's amazingly talented. That was one of the first concerts I ever saw was James Taylor, Linda Ronstadt, and Jackson Brown <laughs> together. Together. It was a good build. Wow, awesome. what a lineup. Yeah. That's a yeah. that's yeah. an outstanding lineup. Oh yeah, it was gosh. a no nukes. They did a no nukes protest concert tour. Uh, well, so that was my first. That's concert. not a surprise. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they were all yeah. part of movements. That's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and it's it, it, there's a, Su- a Suzanne in that song. So yeah, yeah, so there you go. Go. yeah. <laughs> Of course, she dies in a plane crash, but we won't talk about that oh, part. Bummer. <laughs> all right, so. Uh... Uh, Rose, did you have anything on that, or did you want to? Should we go to our next pick? Um, I just James Taylor is, you know, such an amazing storyteller, and he has such a beautiful sound, not only to his music but his vocals as well. And I just always paid attention, I guess, when he came on the radio because it was. Uh, it was like a treat to hear him. There's a lot of people, you know, that they played back then that you heard in the regular rotations, but it's almost as if he didn't really get that uh, opportunity to get played very often, even though he was up there, you know, with the best the A-listers of his time. I have no idea what genre of music you would classify him as. But um, the fact that Wikipedia doesn't have him listed as Yacht Rock is kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say it makes me feel good, but it kind of does. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you know, because it's like he's more than that. Not that the people are less than that right. that are considered Yacht Rock, but he's obviously in a category all his own. So. Yeah, and, you know, and my picks tend to go with just, you know, more around that, you know, that mm-hmm. breezy, easygoing yeah. kind of vibe. Uh, yeah. Versus, you know, actually being defined online as Yacht Rock. Um, yeah. So, uh, let's see, Suzanne, what's your first pick? My first pick is a song called Baker Street by Jerry Rafferty. It is from uh, 1978, which, like I said, when I think back on this this genre. I, I think of, like, 1977, 1978, I think the radio was just pouring full of this stuff, and mm-hmm. it was the soundtrack of, like, my first couple years of high school, like, my maybe my last year of middle school, first year of high school, mm-hmm. which is a hugely emotional time, and, yeah. in fact, when I, when I think of this song, first of all, when you think of, like, a song with a really cool saxophone uh, mm-hmm. piece... That's mm-hmm. that's this song. They make really good use of the saxophone. Um, yeah. It's it's almost. I think Jerry Rafferty at the time maybe had one or two other hits, but this is the one everybody remembers. Almost like this, his big uh, semi one hit wonder. <laughs> like like mm-hmm. he's like a three hit wonder. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember this song. It makes me think of my eighth grade prom, and you know, wearing the gunny sacks sundress <laughs> with. <laughs> With the guy that I flirted with at the roller rink, whose father came and picked us up in his car, you know, because we couldn't drive. And it just, um, 
it definitely has that kind of all cruising around, you know, lay your head back and listen kind of feeling to it. So anybody have a comment? Oh my God. So this song, when you mentioned the sax in this song, I think it's the most, like most people that have been around for as, as many years as all of us have, you know, into our fifties. Um, I really think that this sax sound may be the most recognizable of just about any song that we've heard in our in our lifetime. You hear that, da, 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 da. you yeah. just know it's Baker Street. I mean, it's yeah. it's so iconic for the sound of this genre, and absolutely and. and this was this was this is like one in my top five as well, and so I, I, I definitely have more to back it up. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but this was definitely one that that hit my radar right away. I'm thinking Baker Street, Baker Street, yeah. freaking awesome. I love this song, and Jerry Rafferty has a couple other a couple other good tunes that that a lot of people recognize. But this this song has such a it just has. Uh, such an iconic sound that I can hear just a just a millisecond of any part of the song, and I know what it is. Mm-hmm. So this is a great pick, awesome, awesome pick. Yay! Yeah, love it. I I, I would never skip this song ever, ever, ever. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, it definitely helps define this category. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Rose, any comment on Baker Street? Massive hit. Just, I love this song. And I probably found out about it later because I'm thinking at this, what is it, come out in 78, you said? Yes, yes. Yeah, see, that was the year I joined the Army, so I probably discovered this in maybe like 79, 80. Um, and I just loved the vocals, first of all, um, and the, the saxophone, of course, very, like, like everyone agrees, this is very strong, very vital part of the song, but, uh, the lyrics were just, you know, I just love how the whole song's put together and, and it's been a favorite of mine forever. And like Scott said, I do not, if I hear this in a, thrown in a playlist, like on Spotify, if I'm listening to some, something that's, you know, just kind of taking me back, something nostalgic, you know, and they toss this in there. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm going to listen to this all the way through. Um, right down the line is another good one. Oh, that he good. Did. Yeah. And it's just Jerry Rafferty, you know, it's just, it's a shame he left us so soon, but his, uh, his legacy you know, lives on, which is great. Um, I just, it's a really good pick, Suzanne. Honestly, I just, uh, kudos for that. Thank you. It's because I got to go early, because you know this one was coming on the list (laughs) at the top. (laughs) Honestly, I hadn't even given it a whole lot of thought, you know, but I just, I was being the lazy person, and I'm I'm just freestyling tonight. Nice. So whatever (laughs) you guys aren't picking, (laughs) that's what I'm picking. But yeah, so okay. that was a good one. Dave, was this on your list too? 
it was not on my list. Um, but you know, it's, it's one of those songs that, you know, what I'll do is when I'm like out on the boat, I'll, I'll start the playlist, Yacht Rock's playlist on Spotify and the song's in there. And it's like one of those things that I never really bothered to like, remember the name of who sang it or what the name, or, you know, even the name of the song. You know, but it's like I never, I'll, I'll never skip it, and I'll never like you know I I've got it you know when it's on it it's there and it's a beautiful song, and it's just it embodies you know the whole genre. Um, but it's like one of those things that I never really took the time to commit the uh, uh the title of the song. So as soon as you said it, and as soon as I pulled it up, I was like, oh, of course I know this song. <laughs> so it, it was kind of great now and what the the uh the joy is is that i um you know in the spotify app you have the little heart where you can make it like a light song and i just mm-hmm. hearted that song so nice. um, yeah so it'll show up now in my liked playlist whether i'm listening to yacht rock or not which is great nice but just put it on the background just for a second. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Can you guys hear it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, did okay. you not hear it when I was playing it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Hold on now. The sax is coming. Oh, yeah. of course. That's there we go. That, that, that is just, <laughs> that's it right there. As soon as you hear that, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah love this song. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So, so Rose, did you know he's Scottish? Yes, I did. Yes, yeah. I did. And he's he's uh, yeah, he 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 died very young. He was only what? He did. Sixty-three. Uh, yeah. Pretty young. Well, um, but and, he also. Uh, in, yeah. Go no, go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to say I was just reading a little bit of his bio, bio and uh, I didn't know that he was part of Steelers Wheel with. Stuck in the Middle with You, which is a, a great freaking song, too. That is a not great necessarily song. Not necessarily a uh, Yacht Rock song, but definitely yeah. a cool, classic, kind of a classic rock song, Stuck in the Middle with You. It's great. Joker's that Love is... Me, Clown, right? Yeah. yeah. It's tough for me not to think about uh, Reservoir Dogs when I hear that song now, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Damn you, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> So, excellent, excellent pick, Suzanne. Really, that's all right. So it's uh, outstanding. Anyway, our, so our, go on, Dave. Our next pick is going to be from Rose. Oh, hey, all right. Well, honestly, I did have enough time to kind of go through. So my first pick is a favorite of mine from way back, and they're on the list, which is great. Um, so if anyone remembers the duo of Seals and Croft, oh, absolutely. Wow. They uh, own this category, I think. They own it. They own it. Uh, <laughs> even if it's, you know, one of my first songs that I heard by them, uh, was Summer Breeze. Um, oh, yeah. I have like this moment, uh, in time that will be etched in my brain forever. Um, even though my mom said something derogatory, which she was just being a mom. She couldn't help herself. You know, we were laying out in the, it was in the summertime and we're out in the backyard and everybody had just got done swimming in. It was kind of the nightfall and 
there was this kind of like mattress that the dogs used to lay on in the grass, you know, and I was just like laying on there with the dogs and my mom's just like, Rose, get up off that nasty thing. What are you laying in? <laughs> the grass is cleaner than that, you know, but I was focused. My brain was focused on the song that was playing, which was Summer Breeze. And it was just so freaking appropriate you know it's like you could have set the mood if you had directed it you know with you know name a famous director insert name here you know for a movie i mean i just i just love that song so much and the harmonies that they had together you know for it you know in in general even you know later on after i found hummingbird you know i found that and i bought it it was like 76 77 um and I found that, and it was, uh, bought it on a 45. It was the B-side of Summer Breeze at the time. So well, maybe not originally, but it was just one of those things. It was a promo. You go to the record store, and they have, like, two really good songs on 145 kind of a thing. So, but, yeah, Summer Breeze will always be, you know, have a special place in my heart. Just be, Even if I didn't understand what he was saying. Or what he was talking about. I kind of knew what he was talking about, but it just didn't really matter. It was just the flow of the song and the music and the vocals and the harmonies. And and it was just the summer, you know. (laughs) It was summer. It was perfect. (laughs) You know, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I really have to pick that one because, yeah, you're right. It kind of epitomizes, well, soft rock in general, but it's been elevated, you know, to a new genre. You know, let them carry the torch for that, so. Great song. Yeah. Great song. Really, uh, this duo, uh, like I said, kind of kind of ran with this soft rock, uh, you know, mm-hmm. yacht rock type of thing. And Summer Breeze, I mean, if you're talking about breezy music, I mean, this yeah. is... Yeah. It's right there in the you name. You can't get away from it. Yeah. You can't right. get away from it. And yeah. it is another one of those songs, like, it brings me right back to, like, summer camp. And, uh, you know, you really feel like you're running around as, in shorts and, you know... Looking for the, you know, hoping you can put on the sprinkler on the lawn or like whatever. It just yeah. like makes you feel like yeah. being a really young person in the summer. And mm-hmm. that's a nice thing to be. It is. It is. There's something so special about this music. And I really, I really think it goes back to being part of uh, our childhood. Probably like Chrissy and I were talking about this earlier tonight of, you know, some of the songs. Cause when, when we decided on this topic today, like mm-hmm. I, I've been fired up all afternoon. Like, Oh my God, I have this, I have this, I have this. It, this, this is one of the most exciting. This is one of the most exciting topics that I've, that I've uh, wanted to tackle for a long time. Yeah. So Chrissy and I were talking about it and we're just saying, you know, I just remember hearing this in my parents' cars you know, mm-hmm. wherever we were going, we, we'd hear, you know, the, the radio would be on and you would hear all these songs and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Baker Street and now, mm-hmm. you know, Summer Breeze. And there's so like, I, I can't wait to get into some of these uh, mm-hmm. other songs that we that we're going to talk about because they're so iconic. Now, I mm-hmm. do have a few obscure ones, but uh, yeah. this song, Summer Breeze, like. I was just flipping through my, like, trying to remember some of the songs that were popping in my head, 
and Seals and Croft did not come up in my mind, but mm-hmm. I know that there are several songs of theirs that mm-hmm. are are so memorable mm-hmm. in this category. So yeah, this is this is an awesome pick. Summer Breeze, uh makes me feel fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Blowing through the jasmine in my mind. Jasmine in my mind. I'll say, so we had, we had a boat day today, just to add a little to this. We had a boat day today, and it was absolutely gorgeous out there on the water today. It's totally mm-hmm. amazing. And, and there was a slight breeze, and this – and the term summer breeze actually crossed my mind, even though we're we're well into fall. Right. You know. Yeah. But because of where I live, being in Florida, we don't really get winter, so mm-hmm. you know, November, October, November, whatever, we can still get summer breezes that just yeah, feel That's true. That's and, true. And it was yeah, it was outstanding. <laughs> so anyway. Nice. Nice. And I think Rose, you nailed it when you were saying their harmony of you know Seals and Croft. They're just just hearing them together is just magical. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And yes. exactly, you know, it, it, this just the title of the song, you know, epitomizes a lot of what we're talking about. And mm-hmm. but when you get into listening to it, 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 it immediately if you're like stressed, you just automatically de-stress just listening to yeah. this. And yeah. Yeah. to me, that's a wonderful, wonderful song. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, great pick. Thank you. That's a really good point, Dave. De-stress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's I kind hear of this, so many of these songs. This is. You know, that's what this yeah. genre is. Yeah. It's like, okay, let's just chill out and listen to Yacht Rock. Right. It's like, chill out. Okay. And totally mm-hmm. forget about... There, there's, you know, you just forget about a lot of the the crap that's going on in the world today. And yeah, it's a way to escape, and this is just definitely a de-stressor. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. So we're up to Scott's first pick. Yeah. So. Okay. Can I tangent a little bit before I get into my pick? <laughs> we knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> you warned us, even. Yes. So mm-hmm. I did. I did warn you guys. Um, oh, go for it. So when I went, like I said earlier, I looked up Yacht Rock. There's, there's on on Wikipedia. There has they have like uh, three rules or three, yeah, three general rules of this genre. Okay. Uh, the first rule is keep it smooth, even when it grooves. With more emphasis on the melody than the beat. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. Uh, second rule is keep the emotions light, even when the sentiment turns sad, mm. as is so often in the case in the wor- world of sensitive yacht rocksmen. <laughs> Third rule, always keep it catchy. No matter how modest or deeply buried in the track list the tune happens to be, so it could be buried in a you know in some album that you've really you, they didn't you didn't realize that it was going to be that big of a hit in that album or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So before I read this, 
I actually made my own rules list. Nice. Okay. Now. Rule number one is we don't talk about Yacht Rock. Yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, we may talk too much about Yacht Rock. (laughs) By the way, I don't think this is a tangent. This is not tangential. This is this is elemental to our discussion. So, so so my my personal like what I see as the requirements or the rules of Yacht Rock. Mm -hmm. um, First of all, first of all, you got to throw in a good falsetto every once in a while. Okay. There's mm-hmm. there's always a song in in Yacht okay. Rock that has a falsetto uh, voice in it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you got to throw in some sweet harmonies. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's yeah. also a, a very smooth sax solo, <laughs> which was which is what that that was inspired by Baker Street, by the way. There like, you go. I'm like, that's a great sax solo, and and there's many many other songs that are in this genre that would that have a sax, you know, a backup sax that you're like, oh, that's just so recognizable. Um, another rule is it's gushing with love, with either love or sex. Okay, <laughs> or you love sex or. Uh, or cheating on a spouse, some in some <laughs> cases. <laughs> okay, sad eyes, you know, escape, just examples. Uh, and then there's the 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 one that really kind of ties it all together with with this genre is there's some kind of reference to either paradise or some kind of paradise like setting, like something around water or or islands or something like that. It kind of falls into that, mm. which is going to bring me to my first pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I live. <laughs> you like that <laughs> segue? Good segue. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. I live in a little town in, in near Tampa called Tarpon Springs. Okay. And there is an artist that is from Tarpon Springs. Went to high school here grew up here and his name is Bertie Higgins. Okay. Now, do you guys, do you, do you guys recognize the name at all? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, but I think I know where you're going. What? Where, where am I going? No, no, you go there. Okay. <laughs> so, it's your so path. He sang a song that may be the epitome of this yacht rock genre. And it is called Key Largo. Oh, great song. Huh? Okay. So Bertie Higgins grew up in this town. We're, wow. He's like, he's an icon here. Although it's the only, well, he had a couple other songs that were, you know, um, the, he had a reference to Paradise and one of the other songs. Anyway, it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's a great, you know, sailing away to Key Largo. He's referencing, mm-hmm. uh, Bogey and Bacall from Sablanca. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just a. It really it 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 is one of the most uh, yacht rockish songs that you can get, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> Sailing away to Key Largo. I mean, come on. <laughs> so what do what do you guys think? My God, does this song take me back to my youth? 
Mm. <laughs> and that's what it this does. Yes. Right? Yeah. Back to the simple days. You know, just hanging out with friends and just wasting the day away and not having any worries at all with, you know, the, uh, you know, paying bills and, you know, doing the, uh, the, the, the J-O-B, you know, for 40 hours. You don't have any of those kind of concerns. You know, this is, this is summer, you know, and, you know, I grew up in Florida, so I know how, you know, this song plays so well into the vibe that is Florida. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful song. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. And he actually was going to play here. Like, he was scheduled to play here in either, I think it was around, around February, but it got canceled because of all the COVID stuff. Yeah. So we, you know, I, I don't know if we would have gone to see him, but he was going to play locally in Clearwater. Uh, Might have been cool to see. Anyway. So, uh, Rose, what about you? I love this song. This is just so, um, it's a sweet song. It really is. Uh, I had no idea the gentleman that sang it. I mean, this is, again, one of those songs that didn't get played on the radio very often. But when it did, you know, you you paid attention to it, probably because you didn't get to hear it very much. But um, I just, you know, to take two people that in real life, you know, that were like the one of the biggest power couples in Hollywood, you know, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall and and I think there was actually a movie that they did together with Edward G. Robinson called Key Largo. Um so you know, and just you know, the reference that in a song and you know, refer to it as, you know, your your relationship is just very, you know, basically starting, and then, you know, you want it, you want to be strong and powerful, you know, like these people, and you know, we can have it all, just like these people, and you know, say it'll never end, and things like that. It's just that's a great song. I I would have never thought to have added it. But I'm glad you did because it it brings back memories to me too, just of really good music that came out during that time. And that's so cool that you're actually there in the town where you know he grew up. That's really neat. Yeah, and he's recognized. Like people know who yeah. he is. Although he's so Tarpon Springs is also known for uh, it being a huge Greek community. He mm-hmm. is not Greek. He is. Wow. Um, <laughs> He's actually uh, what? Is, where did I see that? Uh, he's Portuguese, Irish, and German. Strange wow. combination. You know? Well, the Higgins <laughs> part. Yeah, I thought I thought maybe that could easily be like English or something, but mm. yeah, Irish. Yeah, Portuguese. Yeah, huh? Portuguese. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's just it's it's one of those songs that is that is has always I've I've heard it all of my life. Mm-hmm. And knowing that being now now that we moved down here, you know, a few years back and learning about, oh wow, he's from here. That's kind of cool. 
you know, he's he he doesn't have a lot of songs. It's not like it's not like he's part of Metallica or or uh, you know or uh, whoever a big band of U two or whatever. He's not mm-hmm. like that, but he's he's yeah. he's a local artist that people respect and they love and and they welcome him back whenever he comes to town. And it's really cool. And I just I it it's a great definitely sums up the whole yacht rock thing mm-hmm. so, something you you definitely hear on the boat oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah i was just looking at the video and oh the in, video is yeah, outstanding he's in he's in a white suit with the breeze uh, blowing and watch the video going behind him and you know then um, he's got a, a girl in a cute little 80s hairdo with She's all in, mm. in white with the with the sweater wrapped with the arms wrapped around her neck, like very oh, preppy. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's quite breezy. Thank you so <laughs> much for bringing up the video. The video is a is truly a spectacle to uh to take in. Like it's really something mm-hmm. you gotta watch that video because it's it is it is it, it wraps up like cheesy eighties videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of Miami Vice. Man, oh, very, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the white jacket. And by the way, if you, I don't know if I ever posted this, but I, I'm sure I've posted the picture of me. But in my uh, senior year of high school, I actually wore the white jacket. Nice. Just my senior for my senior picture. Yes, that is that is a fact. The senior picture. Wow. Yeah. White jacket. I've never owned well a white suit jacket, but I'm tempted that if I do come across <laughs> one to buy it. So. Now, in the picture, you can't see my sleeves. I will say they are rolled up, but they I don't think they were. <laughs> Did you have anyway, a right, well, t-shirt, on, t-shirt with let's, it? Let's move on to the next pick. <laughs> okay, move on to the next pick, Dave. Okay, so this is my pick again. Um, and I, I've mentioned that I have a boat, um, and it's, I, I want to say it's nothing special, but it's special to me, but it's a mm-hmm. pontoon, it's a Bennington, uh, it's about a 20 footer, so you can get about eight to nine people on it. And, I've been on your boat. Yeah. Boat. Yeah. And it's a, um, 60 horse, uh, so you're not going to go anywhere extremely fast on it. In fact... I wouldn't even recommend trying to like you know do tubing behind it. It is really just, I think its sole design was just for cruising around, and you know enjoying the day. But I bring up all the detail about my boat for a reason, because in when I'm the captain of you know my vessel, I always think of this. Southern Cross by uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Wow. Mm-hmm. It, okay. it's got that kind of vibe and feel to it when I'm out there. You know, I'm just enjoying the day. You know, it's all about the de-stress part. If, the, if, if, if I ever get out there and there's a lot of assholes around the way they're driving, I want to get out of that area because mm-hmm. it's all about just being out there and chilling. And that's what that boat means to me. And this song, 
you know, it it, it it describes this, you know, this racing vessel, you know, but mine will never be that. But it has this this feeling, you know, that, you know, that's almost magical. And that's what my boat is. It's magical. So, to me, cool. you know, this idyllic Southern Cross that they're singing about, you know, to me, that's, you know, my my boat. <laughs> so... So, yes, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, Southern Cross, love, love, love this song. Um, cool. So. I think I remember that video was about sailing. It had, there was, yeah, they were sailing yeah. in the sunset. It right. was cool. Well, this is a great song. I don't, I don't have a boat, I have to say, but what the, I grew up on Long Island, though, by the beach, so. <laughs> Does that count as having, as having some knowledge of uh, the sailing milieu? Let's sure, say? sure, sure. It's, it's sure, it does. If you've got a body uh, of water, it counts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we, we were definitely beachy people. You know, I grew up in Shoreham. But, uh, you know, so there was the, the North Shore was like five. I used to bike to the beach. Uh, and that's the kind of stuff that I think of when I see that, the, the footage in these uh, in these videos of them, you know, standing on the dock and going off on the boat. You know, I think of Long Island. I think of the ferry. I think of, you know, being on the beach with the fly fishermen who were lived down the, uh, who were down the street from me when I lived in Miller Place. And, and it, it's a really good feeling. Uh, the, the vibe, the vibe is great. Definitely. And I, I have a, a Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young song on my list too, uh, down a little further. In fact, maybe I'll sub it out now that we, we've hit one of them. But yeah, I think they're kind of iconic in this this genre, also. Awesome, uh, Rose. What are your th- what's your thought? Um, it's a good song. I've never, I can't really say that, and I'm sorry uh, for all the Crosby Neal, what's whatever. It is. I, I'm not a fan. I just can't. <laughs> um, not that I hate them or anything. It's just I've never really been a fan. Of that, and I don't know why. It just wasn't anything that really got my groove going. Uh, Southern Cross is a great song. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people would disagree, you know, with me for my choices, but don't care. Um, I think it's awesome that, you know, you chose it because I, I would not have put them truthfully in that category. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's just... Like I said, it's preference. Uh, it's a great song. I'm just, you know, I don't listen to their music at all. No, I, I, I think that's completely fair. And I'm sure there's more than a few times that I've mentioned artists that, you know, I feel the same way about, you know. Oh, and, well, yeah. yeah. So, so we're, we're entitled, you know. And it, as Scott has put so many times and put rather well, is that, you know, music is so personal, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, very. It's very, very personal. Right. Like all all this stuff that we're talking about. Um, each of these songs, and I'm I'm probably gonna throw out a song or two that you guys aren't even gonna know. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or or may may have heard of it or whatever, but but to me it has has certain. Uh, impact on my 
on my life, on my soul, on my psyche, on everything. So everybody's pick on this topic, and not just this topic, but like when mm-hmm. when we were doing the eighties, the eighties uh, new wave stuff. You know, all mm-hmm. those picks that we made were very mm-hmm. personal. Like we all had our own little take on and and different aspect of how we saw those songs and and how they mm-hmm. impacted our lives. This is the same thing with this. You know, yeah. these a lot of these songs are each one is very personal to us. Now there's a, there's a handful of songs that has touched all of our lives on a very heavy level, you know, that like very like very uh very impactful for us. Uh and then there's going to be a few songs or a few artists that are very personal to each individual. Mm-hmm. And and I, I'm kind of with Rose on this one. I'm not a huge like I, I I don't really follow Crosby, Stills, Nash. The song is the Southern Cross is it's a good song, but it was nothing that like jumped out at me as one of my. It would not be one of my picks, and that's good because we all have we all have our individual taste. And opinions. Yeah, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's amazing that it's like like very you, high like, on like my Dave, list, Dave, and it's like Dave, like you said, right. it is, it is all very personal, right? And that's what I love about music. Love mm-hmm. that about. Definitely. And I'll tell you something else. Not only do I love that about music, but I, I, I absolutely love that there are some artists that can reach out through their music and and touch us on a level on a personal level that some people will never understand mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. Uh, music is amazing and i really i really wish i had gotten into music uh earlier in life like as uh, even you know just picked up a guitar and started playing mm-hmm. or learning yeah. about it and like you yeah. rose rose mm-hmm. you you have You've taken you've taken another step, you know, trying to trying to um, you know you've 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 gone to your your voice coach and you mm-hmm. you you continue to to craft yourself to to be a better singer or you know improve your improve your love of, of singing and, yeah. and even even Suzanne back in the day when you were like singing and playing music that's awesome. I never did any fun. of that. All I did was I was just an outsider watching from the out, you know, looking in. And I learned how to appreciate it as a fan. Mm-hmm. But I there's I've had a few people say, "Dude, you should really just expand on that and try to actually learn to play music <laughs> versus just listening to it." So Anyway, well, no, this is I I don't know I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, I think that people, you know, even in the music industry, I mean, you know, the the old adage anything in entertainment, those that do can do, those that don't teach or whatever yeah. it is that they say, but I think there's a huge avenue and there's a huge uh need for uh music reviews and music critiques and people fans that know what they're talking about there's times when i'll listen to musicians talking about well you know if this song had this and you broke this down on the fifth fret 
and this, that, that. And I'm just like, what? I just like the way the, the drums and the guitar go together. But apparently okay. there's like <laughs> a way to break that down to where musicians actually, oh, yeah, okay, well, that's called a this, that, and the other. You know, it's Thank just like, okay, I, didn't, I want a music theory lesson. I just wanted to listen no. to the song, thank but, but thank you, you know. <laughs> thank you for telling, like, thank you for bringing that up because, like, when when I did the the series back when, in our you know eighties auto or um I'm sorry eighties. Mixtape auto reverse. Thank no well back yeah back then, uh, yes. when we did the whole heavy metal breakdown right. before, like yeah. I had I had two other co-hosts. It was me as a fan. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just a fan, right? Uh, we had Chris as a musician, and we had um, Tim as a, you know, he's kind of a journalist, writer guy, mm-hmm. and, and and a yeah. musician as well. And it was it was it was neat to be able to have that fan side of thing from my point of view. Right. And I knew that I knew that it's just it's the whole thing has been. Be, appreciating music is is like Dave said, very personal to everybody mm-hmm. on on their own individual level. So yeah. Anyway, I, I don't know where I was going with that. So we should move on to the next person. <laughs> the, the you know, but the thing I just wanted to wrap up the thought was, yeah. you know, when you guys were like saying what you said about you know Crosby, Stills and Nash not being your thing, never once entered my mind of going, you know then screw you guys, you know, then, you know, oh, right. getting upset. Yeah. You know, it's never, yeah. it's never like that with music, right? You always have yeah. this, oh, here's what I like. Oh, you like something different? Oh, that's cool. You know, and yeah, you I just kind of go on. I agreed with you there, so. <laughs> and it can't be like that. Like, right. it, can, it can never be where, like, oh, well, you don't like this band? Well, screw you. You can't do that. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and it, yeah, it just doesn't work. It reminds me of um, our former co-host, uh, Jesse. Uh, from Southgate yeah. Media, you know, when he mm-hmm. he's so devoted to Bruce Springsteen, and he has said the words that you know, there's two type of people. There's people that go to a Bruce Springsteen concert and say, "I'm going to sell all my life possessions and follow this guy, you know, around the world," and then there's the other ones that hear the songs and go, "Oh, that's kind of nice," you know, and yeah. and never once do you judge which way you land on that. But, you know, he's just saying that, you know, for those that get very passionate about whatever type of music, that's that's the kind of person he likes to talk to, you know. And, you know, we all have our our genres, our vibes, our things that we just really get into. And mine just happens to be Southern Cross, which is high on my list. And Mm -hmm. for you two to go, yeah, yeah, I, I see why you picked it, but, you know, it wouldn't be on my list. And I'd be like, all right, well, that's fine. So. It's good. I yeah. still get it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yep. Nice. All right, so Suzanne, your next pick. Well, my turn again. Uh, okay. Well, let's see. As far as the criteria goes, it's uh, it's it's a little weird in that uh, I don't. This might be a little upbeat for what you described, Scott. But yet, when I was poking around on on Google to see what how they were defining. Yacht Rock, this song came up, I was almost mm-hmm. surprised, as number one on somebody's list. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was, there are just a couple of of uh, songs of albums. The suspense that is killing me. Like, <laughs> really, I, 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 I can't wait to hear what you're going to say. 
All right, I don't want to build it up too much, but there are a couple of songs that I played and sang so much in my bedroom when I was a 10th grader that my parents like almost jumped off the roof. And <laughs> this this song is uh, What a Fool Believes by the Juvie Brothers. Oh, it's a great oh, wow. song. That is uh, awesome. I think that is, I think it is a great song. I think there's a couple of songs out there from my youth that I just felt kind of had like magic to them. Just a really just an amazingly written song and performed really well and really unique sounding, even though this was a popular band. And, uh, you know, it definitely has their sound. And it's got, it definitely got that uh, cool Michael McDonald's uh, vocal going on. But just the, the piano that starts it off is just mm-hmm. uh, it really hooks you from from the moment. See there it has that. It has the hook that you said you need for this. Mm-hmm. Uh and I, I wouldn't say it's mellow, but it definitely is kind of a soft rock type of song. Uh, and the the lyrics are kind of mysterious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not exactly like it, it's like poetry. Like I'm trying to figure out exactly what he's saying. But somehow, you know, that girl who like you know who that girl mm-hmm. is, who kind of tricked him into believing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that she loved him or whatever it was. That he wanted to believe, she made him believe it. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think I played this song over and over and over and over on my little record player <laughs> with the radio built in, you know. And yeah. uh, that was just my jam in 19, I think it was 1980 or 1981. Wait, let me double check because I, I checked it out. And was it earlier? Let's see what a fool believes. Oh. 1978, because all the songs that I liked from this genre seem to be 1978. But, and I think think it was, maybe the album was 1978 and this song was 1979 or something. It was kind of on the cusp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it might have been like, I bought it with my Christmas money or something. I went out and bought this album, which was, I think was called Moment to Moment. Or minute, Possibly. minute by minute, minute by minute, 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 minute. Yeah. minute. It's a great song. It might have been called moment, moment to moment. Nice. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. But in any case, it was a fabulous, like once in a lifetime type of song. So anybody, anybody? <laughs> uh, love the doobies. Now, yeah. so I, I, the memory, one of the first memories that I have of Doobie Brothers, goes back to this this guy I knew. So, growing up, um, I was brought up in a Christian upbringing, a certain church, and and there were families, you know, people knew each other and whatever. And there was this, there was this one family that was always part of the church, and this one guy, he's only like a year or two older than me. But he always talked about, man, I, like his favorite band was the Doobie Brothers. He always talked about the Doobie Brothers. And I did not get it for the longest time until later in my life when I started listening to like Michael McDonald and the Doobie Brothers and, mm-hmm. and realizing what songs they actually did. You know, mm-hmm. it was probably, I, probably in the uh, late, early, early 90s, late 80s. Somewhere around there was when I was starting to go on, well, okay, Doobie Brothers actually do have some interesting stuff. And and then Michael McDonald kind of broke off on his own, and he was he was uh, 
his own entity in the 80s and 90s. Uh, and it's just it, his voice. I I love Michael McDonald's voice. He's got very such a great voice. He's got yeah. a very unique voice, and he's done some great backup vocals on some other songs too. I can't recall yeah. what they are right mm-hmm. now. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, they were a kind of diverse group as far as who who did the vocals. A lot of the mm-hmm. songs sounded different, you know, like a lot of the vocals uh, changed from song to song. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love the Doobies. I, I like Mike McDonald a lot. Um, I think they have a very unique sound to themselves. So I, I'm I'm all in for this being part of this uh this awesome list that we're putting together. I cannot yeah. wait to put this. Yeah. I cannot wait to see I the Spotify know. list. Wait this. Yeah. I, can't, I can't wait either. Gonna be That's good. amazing. And we're yeah. okay. So we're already an hour into the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and we're, we're really we're going to be like seven going. Songs yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. we've got, we've, we've covered and, six. And, <laughs> yes. Oh God. <laughs> so I think we're going to be, probably can you know continuing this on another episode sometime yeah, soon I, I think so because I there's so. there are so many and and when i brought this up in the first place a few weeks ago mm-hmm. i knew we were going to need more than one episode mm-hmm. just we, we, okay we, we might be I amending could, this I, to by myself right now <laughs> like by myself i could talk about this for several episodes okay? right right mm-hmm. <laughs> Because as I was listening to, you know, when we got back from the boat, we, you know, we, we came back to my house and uh, the co- one of the couples that was with us today, we came back here and hung out for a little while. And we were, and we put Yarrock on and we're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a great song. Oh, that's a great song. No, this should be on your list. No, this should be on your list. <laughs> like there was, it was song after song. So I'm going. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, man, there's no way we're going to wrap this up in one episode. Yeah. 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 I, I so, think well, we amend this to our, uh, our first three. And, then, and I, will, I yeah. will say real quick, I told my wife earlier, I go, there's no way that we're not continuing this into a, ma- into a mini series. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, okay. Well, I'm good if you want to move on. That's okay. No, we can't. Wait, let's go to the next. Who, who's next? No, no, hold I on. Lost. I just want to wrap up what oh. a fool believes. The, the the first memory that I thought of as you you know you brought that song up was actually not anything to do with going out on a body of water and on a boat or like you know being out on the seaside. It's actually the roller rink. I, yeah. I know you this was remind played. me of the roller rink too. This was played at the Clewiston, because it's a small town I grew up in, uh, from you know to my through my freshman year of high school, and we went to the Clewiston Roller Rink, and I know the DJ there played Doobie Brothers, and What a Fool Believes always was in that playlist, so it was such a wonderful, you know, once again taking me back to that time period, uh, you know, music piece. That and to me, it's going around that roller rink, not using the stoppers, but using the side of the uh, that the wall to stop yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that was me. Danger. That's funny. Yep. Uh, all right. I love the roller rink reference. Is awesome. 
really. <laughs> roller rinks. <laughs> roller rinks back then were, oh man, magical. I I, just, I love I love I love that. That's a good reference. <laughs> yeah, I told you that guy who took me to the eighth grade prom was the one that I flirted with in sixth grade at the roller rink and told him that he should leave his girlfriend. Of course, it took two years for him to notice me. <laughs> yeah. But you know, so was this one that became been, that was the Romanian ballet dancer? Yeah. Oh no, that was when I was in college. Okay. <laughs> there we are, back to cod pieces. Just trying to we go all the way around to... back to cod pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> the cod piece so, did come up for the ballet conversation originally. We did. Yes. I think yeah. it did. Yes. <laughs> Which was in uh, uh, what was the movie of Val Kilmer? <laughs> Top uh, Secret. Top Secret. No, yes. Not Top Secret. No, was it Top Secret? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Top Secret. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. All right, Rose. Back. All right. Get us back, Rose. Come on. Rose. Oh, yeah. What am I doing? Am I, am I giving you my pick? You're giving okay, the next pick, so, yes. Uh, yes, please. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, like I said, I'm freestyling tonight. So, uh, kudos to Scott for um, uh, jarring my brain with the the sentence all of my life. Um, I had to think, you know, because I play this game with anybody that will play with me. You trigger a song lyric and I'm going to burst in the song. So all of my life uh, basically is a lyric from a song by Stephen Bishop called um, it was from the movie Tootsie and I already forgot it. <laughs> No, I know. I know what you're talking about. Isn't it yeah. you? Yeah, is it? It had to be you, or it is it you, or something about you? Yeah. I don't know. It's. <laughs> I feel so stupid now. But anyway, Stephen Bishop um, is on my list too. Yeah, so Stephen Bishop, basically, to me, um, he's another. It you might know, be you. It might be you. Thank you. Um, another one of those people who were the uh, forerunners. Of soft rock. Um, he actually came into play a little later. Um, his first hit, I think, was On and On. And I remember singing this song quite a bit when I was a kid uh, because it was sad and um, wasn't very cheerful. But it had a message, which was really good. And then, of course, later on, he came out with other things. But uh, when uh, Scott was talking about Bertie Higgins and he says about you know all of my life and I went oh yeah okay so that's Stephen Bishop yeah and he did the, you know so it just <clears throat> it was a snowball effect pretty much so um, I think Stephen Bishop should be in this category I think on and on it might be you actually it was 1983 because they used it in the Tootsie movie um, but he did other stuff too that was uh, it wasn't necessarily what I would call a hit maker, even though he had them, but he was iconic for this particular genre of soft rock music. So I don't know if uh, that's kind of a twofer there. If anybody has any thoughts on Mr. Bishop and yeah. his uh, music, on and on. I had on and on on my list. I yeah. have it. Oh, I have it oh. as 1976. Yeah, it probably Although, was. Yeah, although they might have put it into a movie later, you know, in the in the yeah, 80s, but yeah, yeah, it was really soothing stuff. Yeah, and, uh, I'm trying to remember the song. 
like uh, okay let me let me play it in the background here the one from tootsie but i mean tootsie was it was a fun movie it was um Right. I remember. Um, okay, yeah, I remember. This was a beautiful song. Go walking yeah, all of my time. yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like how he would finish the sentence with that and then just go right into the next verse. With this kind he of looks cool. incredibly like, like Bertie Higgins, by the way. Doesn't he, though? <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah, that was a popular look. It was. Yeah. The dark hair. That's the, sh- the yeah, hair, that's the shaggy beard. all yeah. around your face type of 70s yeah. hair. Yeah. <laughs> the beard. Yeah. The, the half beard. All of my yeah. life. Mm-hmm. That's, a good, that's a good song, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah just Stephen Bishop as, as a whole, you know, he had a lot of really good, really good songs that. His first name was actually Earl? Yep. Earl. Interesting. Yeah, Earl Bishop. Hmm. <laughs> Probably not as catchy. What a great name. Stephen is a little more contemporary. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, Bertie Higgins was actually Elbert. E-L-B-E-R-T. Mm-hmm. So, oh. yeah, there, there were some different names back in the 70s and 50s, 50s, 60s, you know, when kids mm-hmm. were being named. Yeah. They're not like Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Travis and... Yeah. Devin and, you know. Logan. Exactly. <laughs> In my brain, this song is so any... hooked to Tootsie. It, there's no way to unhook it. That's a great song, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, great, and great movie. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, watched it recently. It really holds up. It holds up. It's very funny. It does. It does. Is it? Dustin and there's a lot more montage drama scene? in it. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's a lot more drama in it than what people realize. Because, you know, this is not something that people just did on a whim. And this man was desperate. You know, he needed to get into, he wanted to be an actor and he needed to get in. This is kind of like the precursor to Mrs. Doubtfire, I think. Oh, yeah. Except except he wasn't, you know, desperate to see his children. He was just desperate to be something and make something of his life. Right. And all the doors kept getting closed in his face. Mm, But he was an actor. Both of yeah. them. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Cool. Hmm. All right. No, this is a good pick. Thank you. All right, Scott. Sorry, I stole next. it to you. Oh, that's <laughs> We've got plenty to go with. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. No, come on. We're running out of picks here, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling over here. Really? No. <laughs> Who's next? You. Who's next? You're next. Me? You. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> so a couple of years ago, I think it was 2018, um, we we found out that uh, a band was playing at a a small venue. The place holds like maybe 2,500 people, I think. Um, down here, it's called Ruth Ruth Eckert Hall, and it's a band by the name of the Little River Band, and the opening the opening band was Pablo Cruz, which is wow. We got like a double double. It was yeah double greatness, right? That rock times two. Oh my god! <laughs> so Little River Band has got so many great iconic songs, but this one, this one, like. 
touches my soul. Okay. Mm. And you guys, you guys get that right? Like you feel that 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 that's an that's an intense statement. Like this mm-hmm. one really touches mm-hmm. touches me, and it 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 affects me in a way that that I had no idea. I totally forgot about this song for decades. Saw mm-hmm. them live and and heard this song. I'm like, oh my gosh. I totally missed out on this song. It's 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 speaking to me on a level mm-hmm. that I had no idea. Nice. And it's called it's a song called Cool Change. Okay. Oh yeah. Hey, I and, remember that song. And this is this is this is a time in my life where I was changing, you know. I went mm-hmm. from Chicago to Florida. Mm-hmm. And you know, for my wife it was a change. Mm-hmm. <sighs> However, for her, it was it was it was probably a little bit easier of a of a transition because she was working from home up there, so she's working mm-hmm. from home down here. For me, I like I I kind of you know gave gave up what I had known, not gave up in a negative sense. I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. trying to paint this a negative way. But wow. I had changed everything that I had known and moved down here to a new aspect, okay? And um, this song, this song, so it, some, of, some of the lyrics are, it says about being alone, and I don't necessarily agree with that, but like the opening the opening line is if there's one thing in my life that I've been missing is the time that I spent alone sailing on the cold, cool and bright clear water mm-hmm. and and when we moved down here and started going on the boat out to the island this this one lyric sailing on the cool and bright clear water mm-hmm. sticks in my mind like every time I go out there I'm like this is it. This is what. This is the cool change mm-hmm. in my life, and and if you read through the lyrics, it makes so much sense for me. Going back to our personal situations, right? Like like how every song affects us individually and personally. This song, "Cool Change" by Little River Band has made a huge impact on my life since I moved here. And this is, you know, this was, this song was from 35, 40 years ago. And now it's just now like impacting me. So anyway, that, that's my song. I I don't know if you guys are that familiar with it, but the little river band, they have a bunch of other songs. Cool change is my favorite song by them personally. Yeah, it's, if that's if this is not like a yacht rock song, then I don't know what is. You know, he <laughs> literally start is talking about sailing on the water. Yes, <laughs> literally, like it's like literally, it's talking about being on the water and, and yeah, and like that's that's what cools him out and makes him mellow and recharges him. So, right. and uh, I like this this band. I, I think I, I remember. I think reminiscing uh, mm-hmm. sticks out my head a, a little more. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. then cool change. I remember that hearing that song on the radio a lot, and like seeing them on like remember Don Kirsch's rock concert late at night. You would mm-hmm. sit up and you get to see the bands. 
And it, you mm-hmm. never saw them anywhere else. There was no, you know, MTV or, or, you know, internet to look people up. And they weren't always even pictured on their album covers. But you could watch Don Kirshner and, and see them actually sing in their, you know, their trashy 70s clothes with the hair, you know, down to their waist. Um, I, I kind of remember that, sitting up and listening to them sing late at night on uh, on television. So, uh, yeah, and one, once again, it was around the same time. It was all like 78 to 80, my, my early years of high school, where you're really kind of struggling to kind of make your way into the that feel secure about yourself and make your way into the whatever clique you're trying to get into. You know, it was, it was a weird time, a very charged time. And to have these kind of songs to kind of put everything in perspective and let us, you know, mellow out a little bit. It was, it was a, a resource. It was a good thing to have. I kind of see little river band as a, uh, I mean, they were right along with, a lot of the other bands from that time, uh, Seals mm-hmm. and Croft, of really expressing some deep feelings that I, I I don't know. It just it just resonates with me now. Yeah. Especially this song, just being down here in Florida and being able to go out on the water and and reflecting on some of the lyrics that are in there. And I, I will say, the concert, like going going to the concert. And mm-hmm. seeing them play live was mm-hmm. outstanding. It was absolutely like if you guys ever get a chance, if you know, if we ever have concerts again for crying out loud, mm-hmm. uh, if you guys have a chance to see them in a in a small venue like that, take the opportunity and just do it because yeah. they they were amazing. Yeah. They Someday really did it. Again. They were crisp. They sounded good. Everything was very very well done. So anyway. Dave, I, I, I had that one? same experience with Toad the West Rocket, where I was like, I saw them live, and it was like a small, intimate venue, and it was just like, mm-hmm. awesome. Love Toad. Yep. <laughs> Love Toad. Love to the Toad. <laughs> Love to the Toad. Love it. That's funny. <laughs> um, I'm not that familiar with Little River Band. Uh, and in fact, you know, when you just brought this up, and I brought the song up i i'm actually not that familiar with it um but as i was listening to it as you were talking i hit the little heart you know for the like so mm-hmm. it, it's now added nice. to my like songs um dude yeah. it's a good song, it's, it's you, a you, great you, song. like listen listen to the lyrics like really get into it just like listen to it sometime yeah so what i gotta like put the lights on low S- no, smoke a little, a little weed. Just, no, 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 just no. <laughs> you don't have to smoke any weed. <laughs> you don't have to really. This is about just... natural calm and <laughs> tranquility. I was, just, okay. I was just fucking with you. <laughs> just stop and listen. Gotcha. That's it. All right. Um, but no, I mean, like I said, you know, you know, just getting introduced to the song actually tonight. You know, it. I see how it fits. It completely fits into the vibe, you know, of yeah. being, you know, chillax. You know, that's exactly what we're going for. So it's beautiful. Nice. All right. Who's next? Um, I just wanted to comment, if I could. Um, I remember the song. 
Little River Band is extremely prolific. I think they probably had an album every year that they released. And hits on each one, just always massive hits coming from this band. And um, the song Cool Change, uh, when I'm, and I'm looking at the lyrics, you know, to refresh my memory because it's been such a long time since I've heard it. And the chorus, what really strikes me is now that my life, and see, I can resonate with this now because I'm older, you know, I probably heard a song when I was a teenager yeah. or something, yeah. you know, it's like now that my life is so prearranged, yes. you know, you get it, you know, I know that it's time for a cool change mm-hmm. and it's just like, you know, you're like, Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about now, buddy. You know, but <laughs> yeah. uh, my favorite part of this song was, um, well, I was born in the sign of water and they went into a really perfect harmony on that one. You know, and that's there where I feel my best, the albatross, the whales, they are my brothers. And I thought, right. man, the, who could the actually... Harmonies, yeah. The, har- it's like, who the could... harmonies in that little section are outstanding. Yeah, they are. It's like, who could put that in a song and actually make it work? You're singing about birds and fish. I mean... Not just birds know? and fish. Owls. I know, but it's, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's so reverent. They're my brothers. <laughs> yeah. But this is a uh, beautiful song. It's a great pick, and I can't wait to listen to it once we're all done because it's uh, it's been amazing. All of their stuff was just really heartfelt, and I see how it could grab your soul. There are so songs you, out there. If you go, go on YouTube and look it up, it, uh-huh. it's gonna bring up there. There they do like a bunch of it's a bunch of dolphins and fish. Uh-huh. And I've seen it jumping. It, it it's really. Yeah. It's really cool. Oh, by the way, when we were on the boat today, I swear we saw like 20 dolphin. You probably did. Like today yeah. was like the most dolphin that we've seen in a long time. And they were all over the they're place. Migrating. No, they were just schooling and feeding and teaching okay. their teaching their youth how to. Oh, they have the pods out? Well, they're, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, nice. was, there were like in pods. They're so, so smart. Oh, my gosh. It was pretty neat. extremely intelligent. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> Great book. <laughs> Great movie. Wow, I, you guys got it. That oh, is yeah. awesome. I am yeah, so glad. Hitchhiker's <laughs> <laughs> Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, I tried watching the TV series. It, it was very dull. <laughs> I like, I like the first movie. The first movie was really good. I I, I thought it was very funny and and pretty well done. But yeah, I, it's a read the book. It's a really cool book. Oh yeah, yeah. you gotta read the book for sure. Forty two. So long and thanks for all. 42. Yes. The answer. Forty two. <laughs> That's it. That's all you uh-huh. need to know, right there. Yeah. To like to you. tell. All right, so are we in agreement that we're just going to do like one more round and then we'll just table this for another discussion, or do we want to try to get through all? You know, we're not getting through all. Yeah, I couldn't. No. I, I couldn't get that. Okay. I, I mean, I got work to do. If we if we yeah. do one more, we're we're good. I mean, we might be able to get through one more. Okay, but we're not going to be able to cover all of our. Like I said before, this. This very well could be a mini series, like right. two, two maybe three episodes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you guys are on, 
that that's a that's that's a question. Well, if we do know. that, and if we're only doing five songs, you know, we we probably either should stop now or we should add more songs to our list. Oh, I could easily add more <laughs> songs. Well, I mean, I went into this with ten songs on my list, and nobody's taken any of them right. yet. So. Yeah. So yeah. So I think we're fine. <laughs> You know, too. Yeah, let's, All right. Let's do one more. Yeah. We'll do one okay, more we'll round. One more round. Are you guys up? One more? One more round, everybody. Let's do one more round. <laughs> you get a song. You get a song. You get a song. No. Uh, all right. So, uh, sorry for the Oprah moment. But uh, for the sake of our listener, what we're going to do is we're going to have, you know, our three choices, uh, unlike what we said at the beginning, which was five. Uh, and then we'll table the discussion, and then we'll have a part two, possibly part three, or maybe a part four. Who knows? We'll see where we go with this. Oh, boy. Right. This is exciting. Okay. Yep. Okay. So who's next? I am next. Uh, okay. So What's your back background at the beginning? Say that again? Back around to the beginning. Yes. To the, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Go for it. All right. So... This is actually it has kind of a, a little bit of a background for a recent movie, um, mm-hmm. but actually let me cue it up here. Uh, and for those fam- familiar with the movie, Almost Famous, um, there's actually a uh, a very iconic song that's in it that really blends to a sense of exploration if you will mm-hmm. and i really yeah it, it really like grabbed a hold of me I, once i watched you know when i was watching the movie because it really you know i relate to that i relate to that sense of exploration so as you know i've gotten lucky enough to land a job where well pre-covid when we were able to do you know travel and mm-hmm. it fulfills this sense of exploration in me but the song embodies kind of that, you know, just an exploration of our own country. And it's such a beautiful song. It's by Simon and Garfunkel. It's called America. Oh, so wow. I, I think it's such a wonderful, beautiful song. And it just, it was so iconic in, you know, what I want to say, um, you know, almost famous, the movie. You know, because you had kind of this background where they were touring the country and, you know, just seeing, you know, all these different parts of the, you know, the country as they, you know, went to go perform. And, you know, to me, that's, you know, a wonderful part of the vibe and the background. And mm-hmm. I, I, I just love that thought process of just going out there and seeing things and enjoying things and you know that you may not have actually had before and that's when I hear the song I think of that so to me it's just a beautiful beautiful song and I don't know if it It actually would show up in a a Yacht Rock list but it should be Hmm. Mm mm-hmm Definitely soft rock type of thing. Uh, Simon and Garfunkel did beautiful harmony all the time. Uh, I, I always kind of felt like 
I, I wish there was, was more of them. You know, I like I wish they had done more together. And I guess Paul Simon ran off and did his own stuff, which was a little bit more on the pop side, as opposed to they were they were folk art- artists. This is definitely a folksy mm-hmm. sound. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And this might have been an earlier song. Like I is this maybe even like from the late 60s? But I still think it, it'll uh, it fits on if you were to do uh, a playlist or Spotify. Uh, I think it's going to blend right in. And uh, it is a great sentiment uh, for, for sure. So. So, Rose, what are your thoughts? Wow. Um, uh, hold on a second. I'm actually not familiar with this song. I'm really not. I can honestly say I don't. If I've heard it, I heard it once. Okay. And I'm sorry that I don't have any input for it. And I uh, hope you add it to the playlist because I'd like to hear it. Yeah, do you have it playing in the background? Did I hear it for a minute? Yeah. There you go, I hear it. You'll love the harmonies, Rose. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you really can't go wrong with them. I mean, they're, you know, one of the, you know, music industry's most, you know, prolific hit makers. But it's, I, yeah, I don't know this one. Okay. Yeah, and you said you heard it in Almost Famous? Yes. So it might have wondered if it's in other movies that might, or maybe I'm thinking, of, of course, of Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I really, I really don't have much on this one. Okay. I know you're coming to me next. Um, I, you know, as I, I appreciate Simon and Garfunkel and Paul Simon after the split mm-hmm. or whatever, but overall, I don't know this song. I was just listening to it in the background, uh, on my own set here. And mm-hmm. I was trying to remember it. I'm like, ah, I just, it's not ringing a bell. So I don't oh, have really? a lot of, not a lot on this one. Okay. I know it's a surprise, right? Like there's so many songs out there that we that we all know, but then there's a handful of songs that that a few of us know really well, and then the other ones just like have never heard that song before. And but there's you got to think about it. How many people? How many songs have been recorded over time? Oh, uh, like millions, millions right? Songs. So <laughs> you, you're not. We're not always gonna each catch each one that comes down the line. So yeah. even though Simon and Garfunkel were a uh, iconic, um, they were not an iconic artist, but two iconic artists from their mm-hmm. era. Uh, mm-hmm. from the, I, and I, and I, I, I go back to what Suzanne said, uh, very folksy. They were definitely mm-hmm. in the folk, folk. Category, yeah. Um, which also, bleeds over into the yacht rock and genre or whatever. So anyway, so I really don't have a lot to add on this particular song. Well, for, for those that are familiar with the movie, almost famous, it's actually this. I love the movie. Yeah, it, I just don't remember, remember that part of it. Well, it's, it's a scene where the, the daughter is about to go off on her own and she wants to mm-hmm. set her mother down and, through music, explain to her why she, why she needs to leave. And her mm-hmm. mother is very anti-rock and roll and mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, just modern artists, you know, because she's like, she even shows the the uh, the album cover, and she goes, look at their eyes, they're on drugs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so so she's like, you know, she had she's like, you know, listen to this song, you know, which is America by Simon and Garfunkel, to mm-hmm. you know, as to why you know I need to go now, and head off on my own. So she actually sits her mother down, and she, the whole time she's like, you can see her mother squirming. If she's listening mm-hmm. to the song, it's like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be listening to this. But, you know, mm-hmm. the girl is like so much into the, you know, look, this is freedom for me. This is me getting Are you on the pot? <laughs> <laughs> don't take drugs. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, she's on the pot. Yes. That's what it is. She's on the pot. Yes. <laughs> so that's that's the part of the movie where it's at. It's so I, to okay. me, I connected with it. I, I want to watch that movie again. It's been a while yeah. since I've seen I it. It was movie. an amazing movie. Yes. I loved it. I'm a golden yeah, god. Perfect movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Suzanne, you're next. Oh boy, back to me. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm going to jump around on my list here a little bit. And, uh, okay, I'm going to bring up Hall and Oates. Um, now, I know they went on in the 80s to be kind of a pop, you know, hit maker type of, uh, of band. But mm-hmm. in the late 70s, they were a lot more kind of cool and mellow. Mm-hmm. I know I've mentioned to you guys that, Rich Girl was one of my favorite songs in the 70s that I, you know, yeah. that's one of the songs that I did, you know, a d- little dance number to and or a try to for my block party. Um, yeah. So I was a little torn between Rich Girl or Sarah Smile. Mm-hmm. I'm almost thinking Sarah Smile better fits this model. Yeah. Uh, for for this for this genre, mm-hmm. uh, which is Sarah Smile is just this beautiful, mellow love song. That mm-hmm. it's just perfect. It's just one of those perfect songs. And once again, reminds me of being being a 12 year old at camp and just like feeling like everything in my life was ahead of me. As crazy and neurotic and, and nerve wracking as that thought was, it was also just so liberating and exciting. Like just your whole life was just going to start. And and hearing these songs from those summers, it just pulls you right back to that moment when you were in front of it all. And, you know, listening to people singing about their their wonderful uh, love affairs and such, you know, people that they were devoted to, you just couldn't wait to get out into the world and find that person that you want to sing about, you know? This is kind of what this makes me think of. Uh, So that was kind of the more, you know, like softer, soulful hollow notes when they first started out. Back when... You could be an artist, and for a while you had kind of this little underground following, and then maybe mm-hmm. on the third or fourth album you blew up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. so I will add Sarah Smile to the list. What do you think? Gosh, who starts? <laughs> I'm looking at the album All right. cover, yep. and Daryl Hall looks so much. Album like covers a, woman. a little. Yeah, yeah the album, the album cover was was strange because they're kind of in they're in makeup, right? They're kind of in uh, you know in, it's in drag, drag. In yeah, drag yeah, makeup, it's yeah, drag. which was confusing for a twelve year old. Uh, but you know, you kind of said, "All right, <laughs> okay." 
I, I don't really know the, the genesis of that. I, I know that Sarah was actually Daryl Hall's girlfriend. Um, but I don't really know what possessed them to dress, to, to you know, do a cover with makeup. They never did anything like that afterward. So. No, but there was a lot of weird album covers going on back then. It's, you know, it was all about the, it's just uh, something to kind of shock the general, you know, population uh, of mm-hmm. people that were buying music. I don't, I don't think it really had too much to do with what they were saying. Uh, this song though is, uh, it's, it's absolutely one of my favorite Holland Oates songs. And, and Chrissy and I were actually talking about this before. Like, like I said earlier, I was very excited about this show. And so I'm bouncing ideas off my wife of, of what's, you know, what's, what falls into the Yacht Rock category? What doesn't? And we were listening to Yacht Rock as we're sitting after the boat. We came back to our house and uh, one of the, our friends that came, uh, couples that came back with us hung out for a little bit. We were listening to all this stuff and, and uh, Hall and Oates came on and one of them said, well, Hall and Oates isn't really, I don't know if they fall into the Yacht Rock category. I'm like, I don't know. There's a few songs that do. But like Maneater, no, definitely not. Um, yeah, no. that, the 80s uh, songs really didn't like, for them, but the 70s pri- did. Like Private Eyes, no, definitely not. But like Sarah Smile mm-hmm. and She's Gone. Oh, yeah. And and uh, what was the other one you mentioned? I'm trying to blank Rich for a quick Girl. Rich Girl oh, was Rich Girl. a little bit more of an Absolutely. upbeat tune, but even so, I think it, it was, works. But, but it had this, like, like Yara kind of pulls in a little bit. Yacht Rock kind of pulls in a little bit of that R&B soul, right? Too, yeah. Like some of that, some of that okay. comes in there, and that's where I think Hall and Oates really kind of is uh, falls into is that it's they they got this very soulful sound, and and I gotta say Daryl Hall's voice early on in these years mm-hmm. is yeah. just smooth and it's comforting and it's beautiful and. And if you've ever seen any of his other later stuff, like uh, uh, Daryl's House on YouTube, mm-hmm. yeah, I would highly recommend looking at Daryl's House on YouTube just to yeah. watch some of the, some of the some of the guests that he has in studio to do some of these great songs is amazing. Not just their songs, not just Hall and Oates songs, but but just other random songs like they had he had Joel Joe Walsh in there and they did mm-hmm. some. Joe Walsh and Eagles tunes and it was outstanding. Nice. But this song, really, Sarah Smile, unbelievable. I absolutely love this song and I think it totally fits into the category that we're talking about. Hundred percent. Cool. Yeah, it's 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 unreal. Uh, yeah, and I think that was 1975, so that's one of the earlier ones on my list. One of the few yeah. that are not 77 and 78. <laughs> See, I didn't even look up any of the years of the songs that I picked. Yeah, and I don't think we need to like you know limit ourselves to a you know a time period. You know, I think if no. it has no. a yeah the vibe that we're looking for, you know, then yeah. that's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. yeah. So yeah, great, great, great pick. Awesome pick. That is a great pick. 
Cool. I um, honestly thought you were going to go with um, She's Gone. But, that's a good um, one, too. That, that's, you know, when, when I remember them, when they first came on the scene. But Sarah Smile is always, always a great song to listen to by them in the early years before, you know. You make my dreams come true. <laughs> yeah, and that was fun, too, but it was different. They were very different when they first started out. Yeah, they were. They had, you know, they're like that. They were the blue-eyed soul that a lot of people had. uh, You didn't get it very often, you know, because Mm -hmm. there wasn't a lot of people that had that. uh, Moodiness, yeah. Depth to the. Especially with She's Gone, like especially the beginning of She's Gone. Yeah. I know. When I found out it was. I was thinking about it, yeah. (laughs) No offense, Mm -hmm. but I thought I was two white guys do. I was like, what? If you didn't go get no. that album, you didn't know what they looked like. Oh, it's like you heard it on the radio and you're like, uh oh, get out that. <laughs> Jump back. Dave, so, did yeah. you have anything on this, uh, on this song? It's just the image that I had gotten as I was listening to the song. You know, it, yeah, if you're sitting there and you're just. Let's let's say you have a quiet evening and you you have an LP on, and you're sitting there listening to a LP. That's right, vinyl kids. Uh, yeah. You know, then you know this is LP stands for long play, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. This, this just FYI. This is what I'd expect to hear. This is you know the you know just relaxing at home and enjoying listening to a record end to end and a song like Sarah smile needs to be in there. It is such, yeah, it, 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 it's like a nice quiet evening at home, you know, and Mm -hmm. just enjoying, you know, the company of the person you're with and enjoying, you know, that, that moment, you know, and Sarah smile is there Mm -hmm. in the background and, it, it, it's like it doesn't get it's a song that doesn't get in the way of the evening yeah mm-hmm. it's just it's great wonderful background music and to me that's what Sarah's model is cool okay that works for me <laughs> <laughs> great song oh my god all right I love all this music so Rose you're next Hello. Hello. Okay, so I was <laughs> I'm here now. Um so I was uh reminiscing. But yeah, I wasn't walking doing that through kind the of reminiscing. St- I was walking through the park and I was reminiscing. Walking through the but, park and reminiscing. But I wasn't. I was thinking about salad actually. Salad. <laughs> what? I always thought to me <laughs> this band, you know, and I know there's got to be some other connotation, but I always thought of when someone mentioned the word ambrosia, I always oh thought gosh. of a fruit salad. You okay. Know? And I know it's got to be something, at least I hope it does. But, you know, they had not quite as many hits. They had a lot of albums, but not quite as many hits as you would think they, they should have. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, their 1980 album, 180. And biggest part of me, because I think that was probably 
the first song I think that I heard by them that I went, huh, let me listen to this a little more kind of a thing. And um, I, I think that in that era, a soft rock was actually kind of fading out a little bit. And um, there were some laggers, you know, some hanger oners, the ones that didn't want to, don't want it to end, kind of like disco. But um, <laughs> so it kind of filtered into the 80s a little bit. But Ambrosia had such a smooth, smooth, groovy sound to it, to them. And um, they fit all of the, the rules. They didn't break any of the rules, you know. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. And, um, like I said, I I didn't have them in my actual uh, library, like I didn't have. But I have I had them on a mixtape, you know, because if anyone's I know we're all familiar with the concept of mixtape. And uh-huh. uh, when you're listening to the radio and you have to have like the song that you're waiting like all day for one of your favorite songs to come on and then uh, you pause it and the commercials are, you know, because you don't want the commercials, you know, in your mixtape. That's kind of janky. But, uh, and then something good comes on and there were so many times when I had uh, like, I'll be listening to the radio and it just like run over just like you know, because the tape is at the ready all the time. You know, I press, you know, whatever the three buttons. It was like record, you know. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you're just waiting and waiting for that one yeah. favorite song. <laughs> yeah. And you catch the, like, maybe, like, you miss the first bars or, you know, like, catch. Sometimes I would I would just get the last bit of it, you know, and then I would hear, listen to the tape later. And then all of a sudden it'd be, like, three or four lines of one song. And I'd be like, man, I really got to get that whole song. You know, so the struggle was real back in the day, y'all. <laughs> y'all have no idea how good you got it with the Spotify and Amazon and the iTunes. Yeah, and you just, you know, go down through the library and just click on that. You know, you don't even have to. Well, you can if you don't want to listen to commercials. But, you know, you don't even have to uh, You get a premium. You know, you can just listen to whatever song you want to whenever you want to listen to it. You know, and... uh I don't know, Ambrosia, they had their place. They had their place in, in the music history for soft rock. And mm-hmm. um, I just, you know, I don't even know if they're still in a go because I don't even think they put out like four albums. I think it was like 1982, I think was their last album. But mm-hmm. um, they're, they're a great band. Yeah. And they had, had a lot of really good hits. Well, okay. Yeah. I'll say a lot. I want to say no, a lot. But a, but a few <laughs> that were... Uh, that were on the radio just all the time. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they this this band really hits the mark when it comes to describing soft rock or, you know, what has become called mm-hmm. yacht rock, you know, now. Cuz it's a much more contemporary term from what I uh from what I looked up. Uh I remember now of course, I don't know, maybe I just listened to the radio 10 times more in 1978, but there was a song called How Much I Feel by Ambrosia. Yeah, that was yeah. one of my favorites. I think I went out and I bought the 45 and mm-hmm. the whole thing. And, you know, you stick a little little plastic insert in the middle and you play it mm-hmm. on your Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, the yeah. 45 inch. He had a whole stereo. Right. Yeah. God, right, I love right. this show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and they were yellow. Yes. Yeah. Yellow. Yeah. But the inserts were always yellow. They were a bitch to get in there, too. <laughs> the struggle I don't know. I, I've seen shirts. I've seen a shirt with just that on that. On, you know, that. <gasps> That thing, I'm like, I want one of those shirts so bad. Oh, that is, yeah, oh, because only certain just people just the insert. Because yeah. so, so many people would just be like, oh my god, I remember that. You know, like yeah, star or something. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's yeah, very special to all of us. Yeah. So a couple of really beautiful songs. I have to say, this song, mm-hmm. uh, actually, I'm so glad you brought up brought up Ambrosia. Oh, good. Even though it's a, you know, a strange picnic dessert yeah, thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how you were going to get from salad to whatever song you were going to sing. I know. The cups and the, and the soda, bring the ambrosia and the potato salad, and she's going to get, it's you usually, know. Yeah, it's usually greenish <laughs> in color, and there might be walnuts in there. Um, but... <laughs> I I love this pick. Like, okay, when I was making my top twenty list, <laughs> that's what it's evolved to now, right? Yes. Well, actually, I, I counted them. I had like thirteen or fourteen before we started em- eliminating some of them. So I had like I was close to fifteen for for just some of the songs that popped into my head. And three of them are Ambrosia songs. So yeah. I, 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 this, I love Ambrosia. And biggest part of me is, is was the first one on my list of the three uh, from them. But and only a woman, or only woman I've ever loved, and then how much I feel are the other two. Yeah. Uh, and this is this is a great pick. God, I love all these. Songs. I, I in fact I in fact I think I might listen to them too often. Yeah. Like I I like there I go through um phases where I listen to one specific type of music and mm-hmm. I've really been into the whole this this genre the yacht rock thing for a while now. I think since I've been living down here it's mostly what I listen to. Either that or some um some kind of a, they call it like down tempo house music. It's just kind of, just kind of a cool chill sound to it. Anyway, but yeah. this stuff is um, Ambrosia. They're harmonizing like the rules that I went through before. There's some falsetto in there. There's some harmonizing yeah. in there. Yeah. There's talking. They they talk about you know a very uh, uh they 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 set the the environment, you know, they set the scene very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is, this is good stuff. Good, okay. good, good pick, Rose. Love Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. You know, as we've been going through this, I was, it, it's like, you know, you just started as adding like new stuff, new ingredients to the mix that I mm-hmm. like, it's like, I didn't realize that we were missing it until we threw it in. And <laughs> it's like, oh, see, it's like a salad. It is <laughs> yeah! a wonderful fucking salad we're building tonight. Because, you know, yeah. I'm sitting here writing each of these down because I have to go back and build a playlist. 
And I'm like, yeah, oh my God, this is amazing, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> how come I didn't think of this before? And, you know, I'm getting excited with each one of the, each one of these picks, you know, cause you know, I get to listen to it as we talk and, you know, we're, you know, I'm, I'm writing these down and I'm like, of course that song has to be in there. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. You know, um, yeah. you know I, I don't have a ton of history with this song. But it's such a beautiful song, you know, as I was listening to it and I know I've heard it many, many times, you know, being listening to the Yacht Rock playlist. I know that song is in there. So, so it's (laughs) totally, it totally is. When we're done, done, I'm going to pull this bad boy up on YouTube and I'm just going to belt the hell out of the sucker. (laughs) I just, I just love the vocals in this, you know, it's just so amazing. They have have amazing vocals. Yeah. Along with like Holland Oates. Yeah. Sarah Smile. Mm -hmm. Their vocals are outstanding too. And that's where I think a lot of the, a lot of these things that we're, that we're getting at, like they have some really, really good harmonizing and vocalizing, uh, working together as a band that we just don't see in today's, in today's music. Yeah. Uh, just, I personally, uh, I have to, I have to agree with that. And it's, it's not easy it's either. Yeah. Well, no. And I just, you know, and I'm not, and I'm not plugging it, but you know, just to let you know, just to give you an idea, um, I wrapped up, we wrapped up my single, uh, this past week mm-hmm. and, uh, Sammy sent it off to, uh, DC and New York to do mixing and mastering. And, um, I was in the studio for four and a half hours <laughs> on Wednesday, just for harmony alone, just mm-hmm. for the harmonies alone. Yeah. And I thought to myself, Never again. Never do it. You know, it's like having a baby. I'm never having another <laughs> baby ever again. You know? And so when he called me on Friday, he's like, uh, don't panic. Everything's okay. But DC sent the track back and I'm like, what happened? He goes, it's, it's, it's all right. It was just a percussion. He's like, the hand claps, there were a couple of hand claps that were a little off. He goes, I didn't expect you to hear that. I was like, oh, good. Cause I wasn't paying attention. And he goes, but he's going to run the lead vocals through a melodyne. He said, just to smooth around the rough edges. And all of a sudden, my brain goes, what rough edges? I thought I sounded perfect, you know, as the diva that I am. And he goes, but rest assured, mm-hmm. the harmonies are perfect. And I went, that's what I want to be. <laughs> there you go. There will be. vocals now as long as those damn harmonies are perfect i don't give a shit <laughs> like, are you starting to tell me now everything's fine i'm just like i'm not coming back in the studio i'm not coming back in the studio. <laughs> yeah so when you hear harmonies on a song man that shit takes forever it is just whew. well you're thinking about like live uh, live concerts too like the eagles yeah. when they harmonized uh, back yeah. in the day when they were, you know, they would do um, some of their songs. It was just amazing how they were able to harmonize Which live. Comes yeah. to mind. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, good, good pick. 
So that leads us to our final pick for the night, Scott. Wow. So I, I'm while you guys were talking, I was a little distracted because I'm trying to figure out which song I'm going to go with to wrap this part of the episode up. And I think I, I think I got to wrap it up like this. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna oh, get to oh, I love that song. Sky rockets in flight. Oh, talk about Starland vocal band. See, like you can't talk about enough thing, though. No. Uh, afternoon delight. That was some there close harmony there. I think no. absolutely. Oh my god. Woof. Yeah, that's a great this, song. I can't wait to sing the song. Let's just keep singing the song. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. One of the weird things in that song is they actually mention rubbing. Not kidding. Look up the lyrics. What? Rubbing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Any references oh. to cod pieces? I'm not kidding. I swear to God. <laughs> okay. No, I'll, right. I'll, I'll, I'll read you the lyrics just momentarily I here. About sex. Isn't the song about sex? That's oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> totally about sex. It it's, was, totally, uh, it's, 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 it's afternoon world. delay. I mean, who hasn't what had is... one of those? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No, I, this this definitely falls on the playlist of of a lot of these things. Yeah. Uh, of, this, of this genre. Like, we hear it. Um, we hear it in the mix very often when we're just playing the yacht rock music. So mm-hmm. anyway, it's, it's just, it's just, it reminds me of that era too. That was a huge crossover. Uh, time I think too. a lot of people think like 76, that was such a great time for that particular style of music. Yeah, I'm really sad. I don't see on here. It does not say rubbing. But I swear you can hear it saying the <laughs> thought of rubbing you is make is <laughs> thought of loving you. I swear if you listen to the song, you will hear rubbing. No, no, no. Not loving. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, okay. 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 Don't, 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 no, no, really, go watch the video. Actually, they made a video. Yeah, I've seen the video. It's just I'm them sorry. singing, but, I mean, it is really corny mid-70s hairdos and, and peasant blouses and stuff, and I, I think one of the guys is in, like, a suede vest. Or it's it's really mid-70s classic. Yeah. It's awesome. Probably wore all of that stuff. Yeah, I, but I'm not kidding. Though. The word rubbing is in there. 
Because <laughs> I, I heard it, I'm like, are they really saying that? Like, okay, the thought of loving you, the thought of loving you is getting so exciting. Okay, I get that. But like, like it's not the first verse, it's not the last verse. It's like the, it's like thrown in the middle. It's like just the, the it's it's thrown in there so it's, it's kind of underlying. You don't really catch it unless you're really listening oh. for it. Yeah, I'm sorry. embarrassing myself now. I Whoa, <laughs> look at the time. I got a roll. <laughs> it's been it's all good. It's, it's all good. good. It's okay, I'm going to go listen to a little bit of uh, a Starland vocal band. And, there you uh, go. But that is a great song to end this episode with. That is. It's perfect. Commend you. Yes. Well, good. I'm glad you guys like that pick, like to wrap things up for this episode, because there's definitely more. I have so many more to talk about. You have no idea. <laughs> this is actually, a, 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 I, I know this is a reference that you guys don't get, but there is a uh, episode of uh, Sports Night that actually does folk, uh, put focus on Starland Vocal Band. And what Ooh, it is really? is you have one of the sports anchors who – you know, likes to believe that he was cool at one time, and his mm. co-host is like, oh, yeah, I saw a Storeland vocal band cassette in your car. So, yeah, okay, I get how you think you're cool. <laughs> and he goes, hold on, wait a minute, what are you talking about? They're, th- these guys are cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So it's like one of those things where he's having to defend the Starland vocal band, you know, as being, you know, his passage to coolness. Yeah. Well, I I always oh, love the the reference that they made in Ron Burgundy, you know, the Anchorman movie. When I, I'm, do you guys remember the movie? Do you guys ever see the movie? Any I've of you? seen the movie. The first one with Christina Applegate. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So they were, you know, the the you had um, Steve Carell and the other two actors. I can't remember their name. Uh, and Will Ferrell. They're all in the office. Like, what is love like? Ron and and he goes well let me put it to you this way <laughs> and he starts singing the song kind of like what I did I was kind of stealing <laughs> it from, from the from the movie nice and, uh, it's just you know, it's a reference to the 70s of course and it just, yeah it's just it's it's one of those songs that is very it's it's both humorous mm-hmm. in in a in a an adult naughty kind of way, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but it's very memorable, you know. Growing up, hearing that as a kid too, which you know at the time I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. Spoke yeah. skyrocket, you know, skyrockets at night. <laughs> yeah. Fireworks. Like I said, my cousin took me aside and gave me the inside scoop. <laughs> nice. Don't you know what that's about? By the way, yeah. they're talking. About, they're talking about Doing it, yeah. Doing it in the yeah. afternoon. <laughs> can you imagine? Singing about it on the yeah. radio, anybody can hear it. I know. Yeah. They're singing about it on the radio and they're getting away with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is fun, you guys. I have so much fun with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it is fun. 
Yeah. <laughs> I hope Walking. everybody listening is having as much fun. That way they can hang on to two, two hours worth of yacht, yacht rock conversation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ending with skyrockets. No, two rocket. I mean, two hours. We're, we've got more to come, so it's going to be more than two hours. Yeah. <laughs> we should wrap it all up. Anyway, okay. maybe we should wrap it up. It is after <laughs> ten, after all. Oh boy. Fine. Bye. Bye. Okay. Fine. Be that way, My Mr. <laughs> Overlord. Uh, and we lost an hour too. So. Yeah. True. All right. We gained Last an hour. Time. All right. So. Gained. Let Let me go ahead and wrap things up then. Uh, all right, so this is part of the program where we remind our listeners that we do have a website out there. That's bonsairetroclub.com. Please go out there. You're going to find all kinds of links to how to follow us on social media. So go ahead, go out there, have fun, explore. Please do that. Interact with us. We want to hear from you. If you want to drop us an e- email, that's mcfly at bonsairetroclub.com. That goes to the whole group. You can tell us what you thought of our Yacht Rock, pick, Yacht Rock picks, what may, maybe some things that you'd like to add to the list. We would love to hear it. Um, we are going to be building a Spotify playlist with all of these choices uh, from our, you know, however many parts this takes, you know, part one, part two, part three, part 20. I don't know, but we'll see. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, it's been a wonderful conversation with Suzanne, Scott, and Rose. And just he, listening to these songs throughout tonight has, has, has taken me back. Just like, you know, the reason why we do this podcast. So I hope that you enjoy the conversation and you continue to listen to us. If you are so inclined, please go out, give us a rating and review on iTunes or whatever mechanism that you use to listen to your podcasts we would appreciate that um so with all of that being said this is the part where we like to remind you to be excellent to each other and have a great whatever bye-bye and make sure bye. you go out there and get some afternoon delight oh yeah bye everybody that definitely help. some ambrosia ambrosia don't forget the ambrosia yeah uh bring the ambrosia salad and, you know, we'll meet in the afternoon for some delightful fellowship. It, it, <laughs> we're going to go yes. ahead and meet in Baker Street in Key Largo. That's, 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 <laughs> that's somewhere in America. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, what do I know? All that what Boy, I think we've got a little carried blues. away. I don't know. It might be. You guys have a good evening. We'll <laughs> talk to you later. Guys, you take okay. care. We'll see you next Bye. week. Bye-bye. It was fun. A- Bye-bye. It was. Bye-bye. This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Banzai, Daniel-san! Hey, Banzai! 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 Banzai!